Is the Cubs infield set for 2022? Or will Carlos Correa come knocking post-lockout? Locked on Cubs now. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning to you. Happy Wednesday out there in Cub Nation. This is Locked On Cubs. I'm your host, Andrew Bellison. Welcome in to Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Before we get going, as we do every morning, I want to thank you for making Locked On Cubs your first listen of the day. I swear to you, it means the world. Every download, every fan interaction, thank you for being with us. Get with us on social media, man. I'm an old man trapped inside a 34-year-old's body, so I do the social thing as best as I can. But at Chicago Cubs PA, at Locked on Cubs. Great to have you with us. We cracked the top five of our ballpark food tour today, finally down to the top five of 30 best ballpark food offerings across all of Major League Baseball. We've got five forgotten Cubs, which should be fun to take a look at here as MLB's lockdown rolls on. But first, it's Cubs infield projection time for 2022. We've been analyzing and offering all of our predictions for each Cubs position group over the last five or six days or so. We've done the rotation. We've done the bullpen. We've looked at the catching core, which all of the three in much better shape, I think, than most might initially realize. What about the infield, though? I think like the bullpen and like the starting rotation, these opinions and analysis that I'm going to throw your way here in the next five or ten minutes may hinge greatly pending some post-lockout moves. Carlos Correa, shortstop. Trevor Story is a Chris Bryant reunion in the Cubs in the works. Anthony Rizzo moved out of his Chicago apartment, I guess, the other day. So I guess no reunion with the first baseman is in the works for the Northsiders. Here's how it stands now. You got four guys for sure in the mix. Done deal. Nico Horner, Nick Madrigal, Patrick Wisdom, and Frank Schwindel. Like that core. Young, good group, bubble guys. And I don't know if bubble guys is the right word. These are guys we are going to see on the big league team here at some point. David Bodie, Sergio Alcantara, and Alfonso Rivas. Bodie and Alcantara, I mean, you're gonna see that. You're gonna be you're gonna have Bodie on the club. Alcantara, I'm sure you see a good chunk as well. This whole group is going to be impacted mightily by the addition of the designated hitter, which we have assumed for a long time is going to be introduced as part of the new CBA after the players and owners can hash out their differences and end this lockout. The Here's how Hoyer answered the Schwindel question. It's a perfect example of how the DH might impact the picture here. 
Schwindel worked very hard defensively with Cubs bench coach Andy Green. But the presence of a designated hitter spot every day in the National League, which seems to be the route we're going, where we're going to get, it's a really easy way for the Cubs to get Schwindel's bat in the lineup every day. Let's face it. Then you put maybe a smoother defender like Arivas at first base. You're going to see Wilson Contreras get a good handful of starts at first base as well, in my opinion. He's going to be moved from behind the plate to keep his legs fresh. We've beaten this topic repeatedly, but it's such a good point because you've got a Jan Gomes who can take, pick up the slack behind the plate, give Wilson time at first base and the designated hitter position as well and allow him to stay fresher longer into the summer and hopefully uh, stay healthy and be more impactful at the plate. Cubs could also go the free agent route with first base, depending again what happens with this designated hitter thing in the CBA. It hinges on that, but that looks you know more likely than not, let's be honest. I just don't see them going the free agent route for first base unless it's a very, very small move. That's just my opinion, but we'll we'll see how that you know, how that turns out. Wisdom turned in an amazing campaign last year, led the ball club in 28 home runs, only 375 plate appearances, and he banged out 28 long balls, which is a crazy rate. Um, rated well as a defender and can play first base and corner outfield spots as well as third. So you love the versatility. You know, you love the four corners. Uh, both infield and outfield from him to keep his bat in the lineup. Gives David Ross options. Joe Madden always had options because the versatility he had on his clubs. And and at, at, the, at the end of a 162-game season, that speaks volumes and goes a long, long way. Super salt, small sample size for Wisdom and Schwindel, which is, you know, the realist knock, I guess, on this otherwise happy party that I'm painting a picture of, but those two will have an opportunity in 2022 to prove they're for real. And you have to be pumped about this. Now, this next guy, Nick Madrigal's probably whom I'm most excited about. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. He's only going to be 25 years old in spring training, has not played a game for the Cubs, missed most of 2021 with a hamstring injury. Now, if you recall, Madrigal came to the north side in the deal that sent Kimbrell to the White Sox at the deadline last year. Madrigal makes an amazing amount of contact at the plate. 317 hitter over his first two big league campaigns. That's going to move Horner off of second base, where Nico was a gold glove finalist at second base in 2020. The 24-year-old Horner was originally drafted as a shortstop, and he's also seen time in the outfield as well. So he could be in the picture at a number of different positions next year, further increasing that roster versatility, which you love so much. It's also entirely possible that you see Horner, I'm sorry, Madrigal originally drafted as a shortstop, slot him in at second base. It's also entirely possible that you see the Cubs utilize Horner's versatility in 2022, how Bryant's was used prior to the deadline. You have to love the flexibility that this gives David Ross. Plug-and-play guys to keep guys fresh, get bats in the lineup where you need it. 
really, really means a lot. Now, the big question for both Nico and Nick Madrigal is health, like I just alluded to. Madrigal missed a good chunk, a good, good chunk of the 2021 season due to injury. Nico struggled to stay on the field as well during his young major league career. So you pencil them in and hope for the best in, in you know, during the season as injuries are always, always apart, but you hate to lose them for any extended period of time. David Bodie is an interesting one. Um, you know, has been a, a fan favorite really in his, in his time here in Chicago, had a shoulder separation in May, sprained ankle in August, all told really had a horrible year, buck 99, 606 OPS. I'm a Bodie guy. I like the guy. He's a great dude. Good, good power. Um, you know, you get, uh, uh, again, a little versatility, play some second base, definitely third baseman, as we know. Here's here's the huge upside to him. Signed through 2024 with team options for 25 and 26, and it's at a super affordable price. So I'd rather not see him dealt, as I'm sure there'd be takers for him coming off the bench somewhere or even more than that. I love him here at Wrigley, given the versatility that he brings you and that super, super team-friendly contract. I, I hope that he's healthy and a big contributor to this Cubs team in 2022. Uh, we mentioned Alcantara earlier a little bit, just 25 years old, played 89 games for the Cubs last year, mostly shortstop, second base, 205 hitter, would be good off the bench. Again, this is all going to hinge on what they decide to do to round out this infield group after the lockout. Huge linkage to Carlos Correa before the league was locked out. And whether or not that happens will remain to be seen. Do they maybe make a push for a lesser tier shortstop just to really shore up, I'll say for lack of a better term, that infield core? I'm still in the camp of bringing another legit starting pitcher, veteran guy, to pair with Hendricks, Miley, and Stroman. And then maybe bring in a lesser tier free agent infielder, probably a shortstop, to play every day or almost every day, unless you have the cash to do both, which I just don't think that you do. But maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. We'll see how this shakes up. I said this earlier when we started doing this show again. I'm all for Carlos Correa. I mean, who's who wouldn't be? But if he's going to tie you up and essentially make that move your last move, this club has too many other smaller holes to fill. I'd rather see them go a different direction then, if that's going to be the case. But we don't know that for sure. We have no idea what Jed and company have up their sleeve. They've shown some willingness to spend some money already, and I don't think that's done post-lockout. So stay tuned because it's going to be going to be a lot of fun to watch. Let's take a stroll down obscure memory lane and see how many of these guys you remember who donned Cubs uniforms in recent history. This is going to be fun. This holiday season, though, I want you to grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better. It's Built Bar, filled with so much holiday goodness. It's rich with decadent flavor, but it's amazingly low in calories, low in sugar, low in net carbs and fat, but packed high and full of protein. You literally get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. So many great flavors, raspberry, mint brownie, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie. Maybe you've tried some of these. Maybe you 
have your favorite. Built Bar gives you the extra fuel that you need to bust down the mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in the endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to make sure you keep going. So throw it in your jacket or purse. You never know when you're going to need it. Want to cozy up with something warm? Here's a holiday secret. Dip that Built Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa. Let me melt a little and give your beverage that Built Bar flavor. Got a special offer for you and only for Lockdown listeners. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your order. That's Built.com, promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. All right, Cubs fans. It's already been a really interesting offseason, slow the last couple weeks, I know. But it won't be long, we hope, before pitchers and catchers report. I'm going to give you the inside track on the absolute best fantasy baseball platform in the industry. And maybe you've heard of it. It's called Fantrax. Fantrax is the most customizable MLB fantasy platform in the industry, offering the greatest fantasy experience for your dynasty, keeper, redraft, and best ball leagues. Among the most trusted names in fantasy sports since 2008, Fantrax invites you to sign up today for free. And get this, here's the cool part. If you do, you'll be entered to win an official MLB signed Fernando Tatis Jr. baseball. Just go to Fantrax.com slash Lockdown. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. And use the promo code Tatis, T-A-T-I-S, when you sign up to be eligible to win. If there's anything lacking in your current fantasy league manager, Fantrax likely has it. Don't miss the opportunity. Sign up today. Official MLB signed Fernando Tatis Jr. Baseball. Go to Fantrax.com slash locked on and use the promo code Tatis. Locked on Cubs rolls on after this. We return to Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank you so much for being with us. I mean it. I'm your host, Andrew Bellison, at Chicago Cubs PA on Twitter, at Locked On Cubs, the show's Twitter handle. Want to preview tomorrow's show really quickly. The voice of the Iowa Cubs, Alex Cohen, stops by. He's going to drop us uh, a visit tomorrow. We'll talk iCubs, the sale of the ball club, what it means for Des Moines. Also talk about some of those young players and young arms. He's seen so much of at Iowa that we will likely see up with the Cubs this year and just pick his brain about the lockout and his 10-plus years in pro ball. Very talented. Alex Cohen joins us tomorrow. Right now, though, we've seen plenty players over the years that you can consider and classify as a random Cub. There's been some down years, let's not lie. But... This list of guys that I want to run through real quick and try to jog your memory seems to be a little bit more fun than some of the others. This was actually put together by Cubby's Cribs, Jacob Meisner, and I love what he did here. Looking at some random Cubs from not so long ago, last 20 years or so. Started off with right-handed starting pitcher Randy Wells. You remember Randy Wells? One of those guys made some really decent contributions during his admittedly brief career. Drafted in 2 by the Cubs. He got snatched up by the Jays in the 07 Rule 5 draft before being returned ahead of the 2008 season. It wasn't until 09 when he really got his first extended taste of big league action, and it was with the Cubs. He didn't waste the opportunity. He was sixth 
in the National League Rookie of the Year voting that year. Went 12 and 10 with a 305 ERA. Do you remember that? You didn't remember that. You're lying. I, if you said you remember that, you're lying. He was the first Cubs rookie to win seven games in a season since Kerry Wood accomplished that feat back in 1998. That season also marked the only time in his career that he tallied double-digit wins. Shortly thereafter, the native of Belleville, Illinois, hung up his spikes, was retired at just 29 years of age. So it was a shorty for him. How about Reed Johnson? Reed Johnson was a mainstay when I got hired by the Cubs in 2010. 13-year career he had, played for six different teams, but four years with the Cubs in two separate stints. Um, his second stint came after he left the Dodgers in 2009, came back to the Cubs ahead of the 2011 season, picked up right where he left off. 309 hitter, played in 111 games, one of his better offensive seasons to date. You remember Reed Johnson, that, that – Big kind of chin beard, bald head, little scrappy guy, bad looking dude, like someone you don't mess with. Um, following year in 2012 on some, you know, really bad teams, hit 302, 355 on base percentage, super infectious, you know, go go personality, like something that the team feeds off of. I loved watching Reed Johnson play. Um, played in some really down years here in Chicago that second stint, but really, really produced well and played a great outfield center field as well. This next one now, I know you'll remember, but this is as obscure as it gets. How about Mark Bellhorn? Might be better known for being on that 04 Red Sox team that finally broke the, the, the World Series curse, but he spent some time with the Cubs, and in 2002, he was the starting second baseman at the friendly confines, played in 146 games, turned in a really good year, 258, 374 on base percentage, struck out a ton, but walked a little bit as well. But he clubbed 28 home runs that year, which is something you may or may not have remembered. Mark Bellhorn switch hitter, double ear flap on the helmet. That's what always sticks out in my mind about Bellhorn. I do believe also that year he homered from both sides of the plate in the same game. We'll have to check on that, but I, I'm I'm 99% sure. Check me out. Mark Bellhorn, that's pretty darn obscure. One of my favorite Cubs, Kevin Tappany. Tappany joined the team in December of 96 after they originally had drafted him way back in 1985 when he returned to school, didn't sign, and then was a second-round pick of the A's in the ensuing draft. But that first year on the north side for Tap in 97 was pretty solid. Now, keep in mind that 97 team was a team that started 0-14. Tappany, though, made 13 starts only that year, but uh, worked to a 339 ERA in the process, so had a pretty good year. In 98, 19 wins for that team that won the NL wildcard in game 163 against the Giants. Remember that? Integral part of that season for Kevin Tappany. Uh, he was an integral part for the Cubs, was Tapp, 19 wins in 1998. Solid numbers, solid innings in his last two years ever. Finished his career with the Cubs. Flirted with the 200 inning mark in 2000 before finally wrapping things up uh, and for his career in 01 with a nine-win season at age 37. Really, really good major league career for Kevin Tappan. He spent the last five years 
with the Cubs, which is pretty cool. And then one guy that was also on the team when I got hired that I always liked, Marlon Byrd. Now, he popped twice for positive steroid tests after he left the Cubs, but signed in 09 as a free agent. He he wound up being like literally the MVP on the 2010 Cubs between uh, – Pinella and Mike Quaddy when Quaddy took over after Lou stepped down. He was an all-star that year. It was the only time he was ever an all-star. Hit 293. Uh, I mean, Marlon was an exciting player to watch on a team that otherwise wasn't very exciting. So, gotta love that. Bird, Tappany, Reed Johnson, Randy Wells. Super, super obscure walk down memory lane guys. And I bet you didn't remember all those guys and what they did in Cubs uniforms. Teasing tomorrow one more time, the voice of the Iowa Cubs, Alex Cohn, will be our guest. Super excited to sit down and talk with him. Just pick his brain. He's been in professional baseball for a long time. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Who's hungry? Our ballpark food tour cruises to the top five coming up next can't wait for that just want to remind you quickly bet online has you covered all season with more props odds and lines than ever before as football season continues to push towards the playoffs bet online remains your number one spot for every sport this season head to their new updated desktop or mobile site to sign up today and you can receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit that's right 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit just use promo code locked on to receive that bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. Lockdown Cubs continues right after this. Welcome back to Locked On Cubs. I'm your host, Andrew Bellison. Thanks for being with us today. Locked On Cubs, proudly part of the Locked On Podcast Network. At Chicago Cubs PA, please engage with us socially at Locked On Cubs for the show. Thank you for making us your first listen every morning. I mean it. I look forward to getting up and being with you guys every morning, whether you're on your way to work or at home or otherwise. And, and you tuning in in the morning just makes makes it so much fun for me. Our ballpark food tour is ready to crack the top five. We've been at this for a while, ranking 30th to 1st best food offerings overall and each park's single best dish. Number seven takes us right out east to coveted Yankee Stadium. Have you been to the, to the new, I'll call it Yankee Stadium? First of all, NYY Steak is a literal steakhouse sandwiched inside the stadium. I don't know if you visited that or not. Jersey Mike's has their awesome cheesesteaks at Yankee Stadium. Uh, Mighty Quinn's makes sure every Yankees fan has a good quality barbecue experience if you want that as well. But the cleanup hitter for the Yankees in terms of food is the thick-cut steak sandwich from the iconic Upper East Side Butcher, Lobel's. It's egregious. It's classy. It's super expensive. You're at a Yankee game. Do like the Yankees do. Spend some coin and splurge. Thick cut steak sandwich from Upper East Side. Sixth best food offerings overall, all along Major League Baseball parks. Takes us to Pennsylvania and PNC Park with the Pittsburgh Pirates. They know a thing or two in Pittsburgh about piling a 
ton of stuff on a sandwich, uh, a la Primanti Brothers or Heroes here in Chicago. Thick bread, meat, tomatoes, lettuce, mayo, French fries, you know, those big two-footers or whatnot. Uh, similar to Boogs in Baltimore, former Pirates star Manny Sengian operates a barbecue stand behind center field where he'll sign autographs during the game and whatnot. Manny's Barbecue has a ton of different platters, but the star of the show is the pierogi hoagie. And no, it's not just fun to say. It's got pulled pork, potato, and cheese stuffed pierogies and crispy onions, get this, on a pretzel bun. That's right. Carbohydrates stuffed inside more carbohydrates then made into a carbohydrate sandwich. Honestly, sounds delicious. You could put anything on a pretzel bun in my world and make it good. Pittsburgh, number six overall. Here we go. Drum roll, please, to the top five. We've made it, and we're going way out west to San Diego's Petco Park, which Berea tacos are really hot right now. The version at Petco Park, which is their best food item, consists of crispy melted cheese, braised short rib, fresh guac, chili de arbol salsa, and pickled radish, which sounds awesome. Now, the, the purists are saying, too, too frilly for a, a ballpark, give me a hot dog. I completely disagree. You will find some of the best Mexican food, which is one of my favorite cuisines, no question, at Petco Park. You can also get great guacamole and margaritas from the, the brand new Puesto, which is a local restaurant offered inside the stadium as well. So San Diego, Mexican options all over the park. Great cuisine, my one of my favorite cuisines, and the queso burrito tacos would be their best dish. But they are number five overall for good reason. Check it out, beautiful ballpark as well. We'd like to ask you to make your second listen of the day, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms, as are we. Locked On Cubs, check us out wherever you down your, download your favorite podcast. Great show tomorrow. Voice of the Iowa Cubs, Alex Cohen, joins us to talk iCubs, lockout, and life in the minor leagues. Much, much more. Thanks for being with us today. Happy Wednesday. Alex and I will talk to you manana. Have a great night, everybody.